Welcome to Myths. I'm Matt Huff. And I'm Dan Rhodes. Whether you know about Theseus or you're revising your syllabus. If you want tales with a bit of jest or you just want to hear about incest. What? What? It's really interesting. Welcome to Myths. Welcome to Myths. Good morning, or evening, or afternoon, ladies, gentlemen, and our non-binary friends. Please welcome, it's Matt Hoss and Dan Rhodes. It's Miffs! Dan, how are you doing, mate? I am good, Matthew. Thank you for asking me how I'm doing. How are you doing to continue the pleasantries? <laughs> Is it pleasant? Well, I, I didn't consider our friends pleasantries. I, I was kind of... I I just you know it's happy to see you you know it wasn't just going through the motion it's good to see you Dan it's been too long yeah unfortunately because of lockdown I don't really know how to socialize anymore well to be fair you were quite bad at that beforehand genuinely I like, was very bad at that because <laughs> yeah, Dan yeah, yeah. is the kind of friend that after uni no one saw any of him because to be fair you would travel for a bit but you're quite elusive you're not like a social media hound are you you're kind of one of these people that like I'm to not elusive. Chip. But I am good at socialising in terms of, obviously, I do go out and see people. Like, I am very good at, like, actually in social situations. Yes, you actually are. Like, and, uh, yeah, I've seen, I've seen you at the pub with mates, and you are the, uh, you know, you are the, uh, the, the, the height of the party. You know, the life and soul of the party. That's what you are. Because um, I remember we went drinking uh, about, must have been about two years ago at this point, where we went drinking. Uh, it went for a pub quiz uh, with your friends, and I awkwardly tried to answer some questions. And then there were some geography questions that came up. You're like, right, here's the coordinates to everywhere on the globe. Here we go. And it was fantastic. It was very good. That was a good day, actually. I forgot about that. Also, Dan, do you know what I was thinking about earlier? And uh, and I'm sure our most fans will kind of be like, very excited to hear from us. It's been a while. Um, but I was thinking, like, a year ago, over... Over, like, 14 months ago, we did a live one of these shows in front of actual people. How mad's that? That is pretty crazy, to be fair. Pretty yeah. crazy. It's, um, it was definitely, a. Uh... That was a good day, actually, wasn't it? That was a really nice day. Yeah, and we, um, and we should definitely do that again sometime. Um, and it, and, hey, listener, it's, uh, great to have you back here as well. It's a real pleasure. And if you do want to have a, a Miff Slime, it's, why, why, why you get in touch? Because we might put one on soon, um, if, if that's, uh, of interest. If it's not of interest, <laughs> then we'll just go back into being recluses. <laughs> back into the mist cave the mist caves yeah uh, dan how is your retreat to the mist cave how what have you been up to it's been about literally about a month since i've spoken to you and i want to hear all the gossip what's new with dan Rhodes? well matthew i obviously am quite f- i'm two months into my new job i think i say two months into a pregnancy there but i, try, <laughs> I was trying to figure out how that yep i'm in my second trimester um lovely bit of business or first trimester yeah. i don't know how trimesters work Trimest- i'm guessing they're split into every three months is a yes. trimester because that means that nine divided by three is three yep. and there are three trimesters boom did maths again yeah and also like try means three and mester means three as well it's <laughs> it's a latin well, mester because it's like damn it I hate it when you apply logic to stuff. <laughs> um, Is that where you get like semester? Oh, um, mess. I wonder what mester stands for what? then. What's the etymology of the word mester? Because well, you have like semesters, don't you? At like universities, like term times, they're called semesters. Um, Not trimesters. Wow. Maybe oh, it means we are months. such bastions of knowledge. Well, yeah. 
<laughs> how well i say knowledge we're doing that classic miss thing which is when we start to say a fact but we don't know enough of the information to actually fully back up the... <laughs> Wait, hold, hold on what point <laughs> did we ever about? say facts <laughs> you know what i mean we don't ever say yeah. uh, but that that's it really but uh, um uh, but yeah dan um uh, yeah so what are you two months into your new job yeah and it's going pretty well i'm having a good time uh, it's really good um what can you tell us about the job? Because I, I think you're a little bit elusive about what it is, but um, yeah, and you don't have to say. But is it um, is it enjoyable? Yeah. Why don't you ask? <laughs> why don't you ask me some yes/no questions about my job, and <laughs> and then maybe we'll piece together what I actually do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's let's let's do some yes/no questions. Try and figure yeah, out my secretive Cause, government cause, job. Yeah, because we can't say what you actually do, but um, yeah. But Dan, do you work for the government of work and pensions? Yes or no? Yes. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> well, that's civil that mystery. <laughs> Are you a spy? Yes. I mean, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, so, so um, I'll ask more more questions. Uh, uh, oh. Do you do you kind of have you? Um, is it a fun job? Yes. Do you ever have to? Do you have to investigate about people's like, missing pensions? No. Do what is? Have you ever had like a very drama-filled day there? Um. Do you know what? Actually, okay. So actually, what is interesting is I finished my training technically now. That was like six weeks of training, and now I'm doing like shadowing of like people that do the, my job currently. So I shadow them, and I get to like see kind of what a typical day-to-day would be like and I kind of put all the training like see how the training is like in practice you know Mm -hmm. um so I've been really interesting I've been like shadowing like calls and like yeah following them around and watching what they do on a daily basis and what I will eventually be doing in two or three weeks time myself so it's very exciting I'm not sure if this is a London thing or just the kind of different jobs that we've done because like in the course of this podcast we've done a lot of like different types of jobs you know what I mean we've had a different like evolution we've definitely grown as people uh well I've grown as a person you're you've just changed jobs (laughs) (laughs) actually we had a girl start the other day and she was from drama drum roll please Matthew uh County Durham. County Durham from Bishop Auckland. Um, where's she from? I didn't get a chance to ask, but I did say, "Oh, I have a friend that lives in Darlington," and she went, "Cool." What? And that is the person you got pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're married now. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say, what romantic. Need to go find a way to get closer to you. She's probably a cousin. I assume you guys are all related up there. So. Yeah, well, if it's cousin, I probably kissed her. <laughs> Keep your hands off. If she's got a vagina and she's from oh County Durham, there's a 99% chance that Matt has made out of her. Well, that's so, that sounds like, like I'm more of a player. Sorry, but... sorry. No, it's not, not made out of Sorry, he's fallen in love with at yeah, some point. That, see, that's more accurate. <laughs> um, but uh, what was I saying? Like, I, feel, yeah, I feel like we've kind of gone through a big evolution and we've, we've def- we definitely changed a lot of people. But what I don't, what I find different about our jobs is that in in your like, kind of London jobs and the previous job you did as well, like you have to do like so much training and then eventually you start shadowing someone and then in two years time you start actually doing the job properly, which is that's definitely a nice way of doing things. It's very you learn as you go. But I find with the jobs I am, it's like right, you've got no experience. We don't know if you're gonna do the job, but here's all the things you need to do. Bye. 
Yeah, I mean, that's the kind of jobs yeah. I do. <laughs> like, and I'm not sure if it's a north-south thing or it's just the weird kind of jobs I go for. But I think yeah. it's the kind of jobs you go for, in all fairness, because I feel <laughs> like you go for jobs that are very, like, ah, oh, we need someone to fill this position. I'm here. Fine, and, you, man, do this. And the thing is... And then you're just like, cool, I'm doing this now, I guess. And you are right, because I'm one of these people who... I am not someone's first point of call. I'm definitely shit. There's no one else. Let's get that weird, funny man in. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, that is true, <laughs> yeah, but that's a, that is a testament to you because I feel like you are someone who is you're very capable of a lot of things. So you you will do the job and you will do it well. Well, that's it. Like genuinely, like um, of the because I work for a mental health charity. Uh, if you don't know, and uh, I actually think I'm one of the best workers there because I can do everything. Because like yesterday, I, uh, I I I did a lot of like like uh, I do a lot of like one to ones with young people, making sure they're they're doing okay. And I can, so I can do the safeguard and stuff, and do the real like real kind of deep chat and uh, some kind of uh, big stuff do come up. Do you know what I mean? So uh, I um I uh but within that though, like I've um I can also I did like a. a like a power, well, I did a PowerPoint presentation yesterday to young people, and at the end, Dan, they love me. They love me, and then we had ten, so they could have fucking hated me, but at the end, they loved me. It was great. You're so proud of yourself. Good job, Matt. No, I bet you smash it. Good job. Thank you. And so, Dan, can you tell us um, what was the most crazy hijinks that you got up to in your training at, um, uh, at the government place that you can't quite say where it is? Even though we kind of did. Um, <laughs> no, you I... just said yes to my question. That's true. I didn't say what I did. Look, here's the crux of the training, right? And it's very civil service and it's quite hilarious. I went into... So one of part of my training was done by a gentleman who was the... It's all done on Microsoft Teams, right? So it's all done remotely. Actually, it's done by a bunch of people um, up north. Up and to north. Up to north. Um, and the first guy we had for training for the first three weeks was... If you had to picture a civil servant, like a typical, I know we use the word civil servant a lot, and that means just anyone that works for the government, but if you could picture your like most bland, vapid, boring civil servant person, this was him. And, oh my God, did it make training unbelievably difficult. I cannot describe how boring it was, Matt. The first three weeks was, and it's not exactly, I'm not exactly doing like a job that's filled with like, you know, rainbows and lollipops. It's quite depressing subject matter sometimes, and I have mm-hmm. to do a lot of make a lot of hard decisions. And the so it's very dry material, right? There's a lot of like I have to learn a lot of like policy and things like that. Now, learning about government policy isn't fun at the best of times. But when you've hello everybody, right? Hold on, can, before you do his voice, firstly, can I can I kind of paint a mind picture for our listeners? Yeah, please. I feel that... yeah, you, you okay. picture like this boring civil service guy that you think I'm talking about. Right, I want you to kind of say yes or no to these. Or, like, don't say them straight away. I'll paint a picture and you tell me the ones which I've got right. Okay, so this is my idea of a very boring civil servant. Okay. About 50 to 55 years old. And Correct. Balding on top. <laughs> Correct. Got glasses, which are very much the, his only personality trait. <laughs> Correct. Please, uh, what kind of glasses? Um, I would say quite square glasses, which are yeah. and black. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like they're a bottle, bottle, like top, um, a bottle, bottom, whatever they're called, glasses. Quite a noticeably big nose, I would say. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, a mustache, but no other facial hair. He, he had like a goatee. Okay, yeah. See, that's the kind of thing I was. Like, I thought either a mustache or like a goatee. There's definitely some kind of facial hair there. Um, a white shirt uh, and a pink tie. 
What? <laughs> I'm not even joking. He actually did his picture on Microsoft Teams is him with a white shirt and a pink tie. <laughs> yes, oh my God. <laughs> I'm not even fucking joking. It was like a salmon-y pink. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> anyway, um, and he, uh, yeah, he, <laughs> I won't even say his name. Yeah. Listen to what, this, can I, I'm going to guess his name. Is his name Kevin? No, it wasn't, oh. unfortunately. But it was a very run-of-the-mill name. Um, but, you know, hello, everybody. It's me here. Um, okay, guys. What am... Matt, I'm not even joking. The first day, right, of induction was called Digital Skills. Wow. Because they have to make sure that we can all use a computer. Mm-hmm. And even though they know that we can use a computer, they have to because they're the... this is the problem with the government so far, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean that working for them in a polite way. They're so hot on making sure that you learn everything. Mm-hmm. that a lot of the times it can be incredibly patronizing and very slow because even though they know you know something, they still have to do a two-hour PowerPoint on it because that's what the government... They've been told they have to do that, right? Yeah, because it's like um, it's kind of like if they don't give training to a certain type of person and it's kind of uh, non-exclusionary, you know what I mean? Like, so- exactly, and what if that one person... There is one person that doesn't know how to do that thing and then they turn around and say, hey, I never got taught that. That's going to look really bad if they then say, oh, we assumed everyone did because mm-hmm. there's always going to be at least one person every now and then that doesn't know it. Yeah, and for that one person, we therefore have to learn it, and I do get that logic. Absolutely. But oh my god, yeah, we had to do a seven-hour day called digital skills, mm-hmm. and I'm talking like, what is Google? <laughs> have what you? is a web browser? How to use email? How what? to use a Word document? What does um, we had to do? We had to watch mean. a ten-minute video of some civil, some cringy civil service video of some woman teaching you how to copy and paste. Jesus Christ! Like... And it's not like it's like properly. That's the only thing I'm really struggling with is how cringy some of these like videos are. Well, okay, I... guys. Today I'm going to show you how to copy and paste. Firstly, I'm going to use the cursor, which is the arrow that you control with your mouse, that's the cursor. You can see me moving that around now on my screen. So what you do is you move that around. I can highlight by clicking at the beginning of something and dragging that. You see how it becomes highlighted? Perfect. Once, a, Why don't you take 30 seconds to pause this video and give that a try? Practicing how to highlight pieces of text on a Word document. It'd be so funny though, after that, uh, it goes, okay, now you've got that. Now I would like you to create a JavaScript and create me a website from scratch, please. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm going to teach you how to hack into the CIA. Is this an important part of this job? Yeah. <laughs> well, with Dan, with that being said, let's hack our way into our lovely myths episode, shall we? Yes, after that classic Dan and Matt ramble. Oh, uh, well, to be honest, I'm, I'm kind of considering we should, maybe we should turn myths into a ramble podcast because that's essentially what it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? What about a podcast whereby there's like we just randomly generate words and we just have to talk about that type of something based on that word? We can't, why are we pitching a brand new episode? Like new. I don't podcast? know. Okay. Like, cause that's a Ugh. really good idea. And now I'm. It's a be, really good idea. But now I'm. Gonna come be on, like, I'll do it with someone else. No, don't you dare! How dare you do another podcast behind my back? Like, that's not cool. It's not yeah, cool. Yeah, you would never do that, would you? I know, never do that, but. How is, uh, how is Castable? Castable's going very well, very well, thank you. We've uh, just finished season three. It's an absolute treat. Why well, you download it for free on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Also, I just found it today on Amazon, so check it out. That was quite slick, I'll give you that. Three Shall hearts, we do my promo a myth? Games is really good at the moment. Yes, let's do a myth.
on their minds, I believe, at the moment, Dan. The Maya. And whereabouts are the Maya people? They are in Central America, mostly the Yucatan Peninsula of Mexico. And last time, about three years ago, we we did a, a myth. Um, uh, yeah, about about that time, kind of like about the Mayan civilization and the creation story, right? Correct. Yes. Do you remember at all what happened? Uh, I remember Hernan Cortez came and killed everyone. <laughs> Spoiler alert, Matt. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, my bad. My bad. Hey, talking about the Myers, I actually watched Mel Gibson's film Apocalypto the other day. Have you ever seen oh, Apocalypto? How is that? Because I always kind of... I get that confused with Apocalypse Now, which is obviously a very different kind of film. Uh, That's and, a Vietnam War film. Yes, yeah. But like, I get confused because like, a lot of people talk about that one, but not Apocalypto. Is Apocalypto good? <laughs> Apocalypto, I think, is really, really good film, but I do also have to take it with a pinch of salt because I know that it got, whilst film critics always said it was amazing and people that watch the film would think it's very good, I think from a, you know, it's not exactly the most accurate depiction of Maya culture. Is it very, very racist? Um, I just think, I think there's a lot of, it's quite barbaric at times and I think it got, in trouble for being um, maybe depicting them as a little too yeah um, I get you uh, savager type the film critics really liked it and I think it's a good it's a very good spectacle and it's got a good storyline it's just that he depicts the Mayan civilization as particularly barbaric at times I think I think was the issue well should we get into our uh, uh, Maya myth because um, do you remember what happened last time uh, or should we just it's in the it? language of Maya though which is quite interesting the whole film is in, in the Mayan language which oh, is pretty cool that's, that's nice at least, at least a lot of effort's gone into it do you know what I mean yeah I definitely recommend watching it after we've now like done it as a you know we've started to do it why not well, you know, you watched Troy uh, for the first two years of the <laughs> yeah. podcast. As always, I had to watch a film about the environment yeah. because otherwise, where else am I going to get my source of knowledge yeah. other than a film that has been widely panned as being not at all accurate? <laughs> a lovely bit of business. That though. is a good movie, though, to be fair. No one ever doubts that. Do you think historical accuracy is important in films and TV? Because, like, I just thought, like, you know how they've recently yes cast... Yes and no. Uh, well, here's the thing, like... I, I've seen recently that they've cast um, uh, a black woman as Anne Boleyn, and people are like, that's historically inaccurate. It's like, well, that's the only time you cared about historical accuracy in films, because no one's ever watching it going, oh, the Tudors is actually quite uh, not accurate. It's like, I, well, it's just a bit of fun, you know what I mean? Also, like, let's have some representation. Like, like we can obviously have a, a like, you know what I mean? Of course there's no black queens back then, but why can't we have them on TV now, do you know what I mean? It doesn't matter, like, you know what I mean? No one cares that much about historical accuracy. Yeah, I think it depends what it though. If it's a film that's trying to be, this is what happened, then maybe that's bad. But if it's just like, oh, let's have a little fun and like fictionalize this a little bit, I like that. But Go also, crazy. But well, and either I, way, I don't think having a black actress is a problem at all. Actually, even if you wanted to do it historically accurate, because as long as they portrayed what happened as accurate as possible. Yeah, absolutely. And also, like, but and I, she portrayed Anne Boleyn as we think she was. Yeah, but even not she... even well, not even that though. It's just kind of like at some point you're going to have to make an editorial decision where it, it compromises the accuracy of the film. Because uh, if you had anything historically accurate, it wouldn't be an interesting film. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, at some point you're going to have to make an edit which kind of compromises that, and you know, and that sucks, right? But also, yeah, like, because nothing interesting has ever happened ever. Yeah, no, <laughs> for, for example, this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've done it for three years and I think we've had one funny moment which is uh, uh, um, what was it Ganymede's tight butthole 
<laughs> yeah. I do have, yeah. we've had a lot of funny moments on this podcast, but anyway. Anyway. We're doing that thing again, aren't we, where we get distracted, and this myth's quite long today, I think. All right, so let's get into it then. Let's go for it. This is a Maya myth, and I hope you enjoy it. Once upon Should a I time. start, Matt? Yeah, go on then. So, this one is called, it's a very famous myth within the Maya culture, and it's about the hero twins. We can be heroes. Are we twins, then? No, that's literally, how could that even be? What a stupid thing to say, Matt. Google what a fucking twin is. <laughs> Go on, then. Anyway. <laughs> well, 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 it kind of proved that we aren't twins, because that, that was a, it wasn't a connected feeling right there. Go on, Luke, go on, start. Uh, here, the hero story of the hero twins in the Maya culture. Once upon a time, a long time ago, there lived two brothers. The brothers tried very hard to be good gardeners, but even the rabbit that rooted in their garden for food each day knew that they were not very good at gardening at all. See, that is like but what us. they were good at. Like, like, like they they try really good. They're hard to be good at this thing, but even the rabbit, aka the listeners, know we're not very good at it. <laughs> I was just saying to Dan off air that. In the last month, bear in mind, I do three podcasts. I just learned how to edit one properly. <laughs> so, yeah, we're not very good at gardening, are we, Dan? We're not very good at gardening. What they were good at, great at, absolutely excellent at, were ball games. Onlookers cheered so loudly whenever the boys played ball that the noise attracted the attention of the Lords of Death. That's cool. Now, this, this actually sounds like a kind of like a... Um, it sounds like a Disney movie. Do you know what I mean? Like uh, it two does twins. Actually, yeah, that's so like a, Yeah, you can imagine. I reckon at the end of this, we can imagine this animated. Yeah, absolutely. Lord. The of Lords Death. of Death lived in the underworld. They like to trick people into dying. <laughs> a, cla- a classic ruse. <laughs> hey, have you seen that bear trap over there? It'd be quite funny if you put your face into it. <laughs> how would you, Dan? Oh, how would you trick God. someone into death? I, I mean, so many ways. <laughs> If you're going to trick me into death, <laughs> what would you do? You, I think, would... <sighs> mm. You're going to do it. Well, it depends on the situation, doesn't it? Well, no. like if Poison? You, like... Ooh, have this delicious drink. No, but then you're ha! killing that person. Poison. You, gotta, you have to trick them into doing it themselves. Like, ooh. What? Ooh, can you... Ooh, ooh, do you mind just walking, walking over there for me? Boom, fell off a cliff. That'd be the worst trick in the world. Uh, oh, look over there. Push you down the stairs. You know what I mean? Like, it's, uh, not, it's just murder at Matt, this point. can you look down the barrel of this shotgun? Does it look clean to you? <laughs> Boom! Dead. <laughs> I, I wish the Lords of Death do that, because that's very funny. <laughs> anyway. Um, either way, they're tricky. they're tricky, these Lords of Death. They especially liked tricking people who were bothering them, and the boys were really bothering them. They were far too noisy. The Lords of Death sent a message to the brothers praising their wonderful talent. The message included an invitation to play a ball game in the underworld. Okay. okay. I've got... Like, hold on. Can <laughs> we just... Matt, 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 Matt. Let's just say we're doing a great job of podcasting, but we're annoying the shit out of the Lords of Death. And yeah. one day we both get invited to a po- live podcast in the underworld. Are we falling for that? I, Dan, I have not done a gig in like a year. I will do anything at this point. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Hi, Matt. We're a big fan of your podcast. Please come and deliver us a, uh, yours faithfully, Satan. Well, this uh, sounds a bit dodge, but I, you know what? 
A gig's a gig. <laughs> and it is about as uh, subtle and nuanced as uh, your trick of looking down the barrel of a shotgun. Do you know what I mean? That's about that. <laughs> yeah. But also, what I like about the Lords of Death, because Lords of Death sounds like really brutal and heavy metal, but what they are, essentially, they're like old men. It's like, oh, you're being too noisy. Do you mind not? We're going to send you a letter, and uh, we're going to praise your talent, but please keep it down. That's, that's it's the equivalent of, like, the, yeah, the noisy yeah. neighbour upstairs with yeah. the broom handle on the, on the floorboards. Yes, that's a really nice way of putting it, like, especially in the underworld. Come to the underworld, a.k.a. the basement. So the message included invitations to play a ball game in the underworld. The brothers were instructed to bring their ball and their protective gear as none could be provided. No one played ball in the underworld normally, so this would be a great treat for everyone. Oh, they've... <laughs> well, that seems legit. Mm. Also, like, what what game are they playing as well? Like, cause, like, just... I think it's just, um, in my... God, they had that, you know, there's the game where they wear, like, the, the little ball that they, like, you're not allowed to touch with your hands, or but you can, like, keep you keep uppies and all that kind of stuff. Football. Or is that the Aztecs? Have I just been culturally appropriate? I don't know, okay? Like, like, like what? I'm meant to do research before I... <laughs> yeah, we're racist. Episode now, 127, <laughs> Matt, come on. Yeah. You know me better than that. <laughs> anyway... The brothers did not trust the Lords of Death. Alright, good. These guys are switched on. They hid their ball and protective gear under the rafters of their mother's house. Perhaps without gear, they would not have to play and thus could avoid whatever trickery the Lords of Death had planned. The boys set out to the underworld. They made it safely across the River of Spikes. It's interesting, isn't it, actually? The River of Spikes. And we've got... In every culture we've done so far, the gap... There seems to be some kind of river separating... Like the underworld to the earth world it's yeah. quite common isn't it in That's, mythology it's interesting that i like that and also i like how i was just thinking it just then like how we always perceive that the death and the world below is like the underworld like it's no like do you know what i mean like it's like i guess there's heaven but like we also believe there's a place underneath do you know what i mean like a hellish place underneath yeah it's always yeah um i um I actually just finished a book recently called Underland by Robert McFarlane. Very good read. That's um, about um, all the things beneath our feet in Earth as they exist physically in geography. And also he explores a lot of uh, mythology, actually, in literature and why darkness and the underworld is so, um, you know, so, so appealing or not appealing to humans and why we kind of yeah it's interesting um i gotta be honest i kind of zoned out halfway through so uh well yeah it's not, like it, it's not as interesting as the pimp book you once read you know what i mean <laughs> oh no it's about a guy who pimps in caves underground <laughs> so yeah. why don't you say that i would have been way into it for sure so yeah obviously the greeks had the river sticks but the mayas have the river spikes pretty cool uh, but not only they... that they made it safely across the river of blood. Okay, it's filled with blood. That's a that's a telltale sign. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Should we do this gig? Hmm. There's got spikes. There's a river of blood, and also, what's next then? Uh, they made it safely across the river of pus. Wow. And that so to get make... to the underworld in Maya, you have to cross a river of spikes, a river of blood, and a river of pus. And not nice. and by the way, not like yellow bile. That's not what it is. River of pus. It's just a lot of cats, actually. Yeah. <laughs> They arrived safely at the house of the Lords of the Dead. I... There, a lord waited for them to say hello. It was a trick. <laughs> that lord was only a lame. wood statue. <laughs> this is so lame. When the boys said hello to the wooden statue, the real lords rushed out from where they were being hiding. They shook their heads in pretended shock. Do you think our heads are filled with wood? 
they cried. The brothers had been royally tricked. They had failed a test. Now wait, interrupted one of the real lords. They did get across all three rivers safely. Hmm, said one of the other lords thoughtfully. You're right. Of course, hardly anyone ever does that. That's quite an accomplishment and needs to be taken into consideration. As a third brother, oh, for fuck's sake, have a seat and we'll think about what to do with you. Hmm. A third lord nodded to the brothers. Feeling hopeful that perhaps they would not be called after all, the brothers sat down on a bench. The bench was burning hot. The boys leapt up. And it was too late. They had failed another test. But failing... Oh, don't sit on the burning bench, you idiots. <laughs> it's literally on fire, you stupid It's literally bastard. on fire. That's obviously a test not to <laughs> sit on that. shouldn't even be a test. Yeah, that's a bit like your digital skills class. Like, don't sit on the burning <laughs> bench. That would be hilarious if the laws of death were like, that wasn't even a test. You're just fucking... <laughs> Dan, start no. Matt, I have to say at least one offensive thing every miss. <laughs> You don't. No one's ever policed that. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. That's not in the rules. That's not in our rules. <laughs> in the podcast rules. You're in that's the... Not in our that's a Joe Rogan playbook. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, but that shouldn't be a test, though. Come on. Well, here's, here's what happened. Uh, they failed another test. For failing two tests, the boys were immediately sacrificed. <laughs> 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 Their bodies were buried under a ball court back on Earth. Wow. Wow, um, oh. that is mad. Um, well, let's well let's let's see what happens. Well, the end. No. <laughs> <laughs> I did not see that coming though. That was crazy. Now, that Normally, not... there's at least three tests. Come on. Yeah, that's oh, maybe... the rule of three. That was that was the that was the joy. Uh, that, that's that's the true trick is that they tricked them. Is it because the bench was so dumb that they were like, "This is that's ridiculous." These yeah, guys are... it, it's like two health points. You know what I mean? Like oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> So this is um so this is that would usually be the end of the story, except for one thing. One lord thought it would be a good warning if the head of one of the boys was placed in a tree where everyone could see it. I kind of see what might happen if you are too noisy. Warning. Again, a very severe warning for just a noise caution. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like it's like you're coming yeah, some noise pollution, excessive. gonna cut off your toes. Um, um. There the head stayed. No one saw it much because hardly anyone ever entered that part of the forest. The head had made such a racket calling for help that the uh, people who lived in that part of the wood world were sure their forest was haunted. One day, a young woman came through the forest. She had lost her way whilst picking berries. Before she even noticed the head stuck in the branches, the head said, when my child is born, take him to my grandmother. After telling the young woman how to find his grandmother's house, the head disappeared. Now, Dan, there's a lot of weird stuff going on here, isn't there? There is a lot of weird stuff going on here. God, I've missed these weird, weird myths. So a head is on a branch where no one is to scare off people from making noise. Then the noisy head met a lady and then, uh, yeah, something odd. Anyway... The head disappeared, and the young woman um, found the grandmother's house. The young woman blinked in surprise. A short time later, she gave birth to the hero twins. What the fuck? <laughs> what? 
Wait, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. So, let me, so there's scream, there's a scream, there's a decapitated head screaming in the forest. Yep. Which, by the way, is actually terrifying. No wonder no one goes in there. Yeah. That's terrifying. A, a, a head screaming, anyway. A woman happens to have gone in there, found the screaming decapitated head that's crying for help, and it's, it's somehow impregnated her. Yeah, and not even, like, it's just like a short time later, uh, and it, it, that sounds like to me like five minutes. Like, oh, because I'm pregnant, and the baby has just been born. You know what I mean? A bit like Umbrella Academy, kind of that instant pregnancy. Is that a reference huh. you got? I've only ever seen the first episode of Umbrella Academy, so no. Well, actually, that's but that, that I do know that Jesus's mummy, she didn't have sex and she had a baby. Well, that's not the point. I'm just saying, like, it's just like it happened like like within a minute. Like, yeah, you know I mean, like, no one knew it was happening, but. Anyway, doesn't matter. It's fine. Okay, whatever. Whatever, Trevor's. Okay. Uh, so she gave birth to the hero twins. She took the twins to the house of their grandmother, as instructed. Their grandmother loved the twins dearly. But they did set her to sighing. Like the father before them, the hero twins were not very good at gardening. <laughs> Why is that the barometer they're using all the time? <laughs> what a weird thing. This family loves gardening, all right? There's nothing wrong with that. And making noise, apparently. Um, What they were good at, great at, absolutely excellent at, was catching rats. (laughs) You know what? This myth's going to get 10 out of 10 for what the fuck, because this is mad. (laughs) Oh, it's going to get weirder. One day, they caught a rat that could talk. The rat said... Oh, should I do this? Can I do the rat voice? Please do. (laughs) Wait, let me... Sorry, I'm laughing at how weird this myth got. Uh, I mean, like, it's really... If you will let me go, I'll tell you why you're so good at catching rats. Your father and uncle would catch things too. I will tell you all about a game of ball they played with the laws of death. (laughs) That's a very good rat, Dan. You're a a good rat boy. (laughs) Thank you. Um, The hero twins let the rat go. In exchange, the rat told them about the laws of death. And how, how has this rat got insider knowledge, by the way? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, there's, like any, they could have found out in any other way, but the idea is that they are very good at catching rats, and they somehow catch a rat that can talk, and this rat... And this, the rat that, That's uh, a series so, of incredible coincidences that yeah. led to these twins, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, it's mad. And also, their father was a decapitated head who fucked uh, a random lady, you know what I mean? Like, I, like he literally <laughs> does not have testicles. Like, do you know what I mean? So, anyway... Uh, the rat even told them where, um, what their father had hidden high in the rafters of their grandmother's home. The hero twins took out that old gear and soon became the most wonderful ball players in the world. Why didn't they lose all their equipment before? No, the um, the brothers that went down to the underworld before they hid it, didn't they, in the rafters of their mother's house? Oh, I thought. I totally... And the rat has just been like, "Hey, there's like." ball equipment hidden in your mum's house like yeah interesting left over by your uncles yeah or your father whoever which one of in- yeah interesting all right because remember ironically the, the brothers before them knew that it was a trick to go and play a ball game in the underworld so they didn't yeah. take their gear they just went on their own and obviously subsequently they did it there were so many cheers at each time they played once again the racket attracted the lords of death i thought we got rid of those noisy boys snapped the lord something has to be done about this racket immediately 
And so, Messenger was sent with an invitation to play a game of ball in the underworld. Their grandmother was sad as she heard about it. She knew she was going to lose her grandsons, just as she lost her sons before them. Nobody ever beat the Lords of Death. Which I think is a very good message, a moral message, some might say. You can never beat death. Unless it's, uh, um, you know, um, medicine. Um, the boys packed their carefully... The boys packed carefully for their trip. When the boys arrived at the houses of the lords, um, the, one of the lords was waiting to greet them. Thanks to the rat, they knew that this was not a real lord. <laughs> they have a lot to... You know what, is this the same rat in Avengers Endgame which helped save uh, the, uh, the whole the uh, Avengers? We need a name for this rat, by the way, because we've got Brian the Eagle. What's this rat called? He's just some... Like... Reggie. <laughs> Reggie the rat. Reggie the rat. Yeah, he just knows everything, this guy. Yeah. This, yeah, it's very wise rats. Fair play to him. We're not about to say good... I'll do them a bit bratty, if that's okay. Mm-hmm. Please do. We're not about to say good morning to a wooden dummy. They announced loudly. The real lords came out from where they'd been hiding. You passed the test! Smiled, ones, uh, smiled one of the lords. Take a seat! He said warmly, pointing at a cosy-looking bench <laughs> whilst it was on fire. No hot seat for us? Said the twins politely. Didn't sound polite. We'll but... stand, thanks. You passed the second test, beamed one of the lords. He sounded delightful about it. The twins weren't fooled. They challenged to more tests. They were sent to their dark house. They did not light the cigars the lords had given them to light their way. Wait, why are the lords of death giving cigars to children? <laughs> what? Why not? Isn't this a test? Is it a test? That sounds like social services need to be involved. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, instead, they attached the fireflies to the end of their cigars and got out that way. They... Wait, that was weird. They were sent to the razor house. Sharp blades were meant to, uh, supposed to cut them to ribbons. They escaped as a rat would by crawling under the blades. They were sent to the jaguar house. They escaped by feeding the jaguars the bones they had brought along, just in case. Like, so, in the underworld, there's a cigar house, a razor house, and a jaguar house. Like, this is a terrible village. <laughs> that is the underworld. I like that the Maya underworld is like as it should be. It's got rivers of spikes and blood and pus. It's got houses full of jaguars and razors. I like that. It's meant. To, it's not a pleasant place to be. It's like a music festival, is that? Also, I love how they've just brought bones just in case. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Oh, oh, bro, pack those bones. You never know what's gonna happen. And like, I, I, there's so much confusion here, right? Like, this has to be like the first ever fifteen out of ten WTF, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, the twins knew there would be test after test until they finally died. Nobody ever beat the Lord to death. When a lord said, Let us see if you can jump over these ovens, the boys jumped into the oven instead and died. <laughs> what? What? Wait, 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 wait. So the twins, after all this, have just decided that they're never going to win, so they've just killed themselves. Yeah. I mean... Right? I mean, they could have just left, I guess. Anyway, the lords scattered their ashes in the river. That was the only way the twins could have ever come back to life. The life-giving water cooled the fire. Always magical, 
first the Hero Twins came back as Catfish. <laughs> Honestly, I feel that a bot what has written this. A, a, a bot could have written this because this is so illogical. <laughs> Finally, they turned back into their normal selves. So they catfished, then they turned normal. Um, the Hero Twins discovered quite by accident that they had picked up some additional powers during their transformation. They could cut themselves up and come back to life again, over and over and over. They could burn her house down and restore it to its original shape. The Hero Twins travelled from town to town, performing tricks for a living. The Lords of Death heard of their amazing act. They sent the twins an invitation to the Underworld, not knowing that they were inviting the very twins they had killed so recently. I mean, they should have done a spot check, right? When the twins performed their act, the Lords were delighted. Do me next, when the Lords cried. Chop me up and put me back together again. The twins were delighted to chop up the Lord. Only, they chopped them up and did not put the Lord back together again. The other Lords knew they had been defeated. Rather than risk losing any more Lords, they sent the twins back to Earth. What the fuck is this story? Um... And after, uh, and after all the sons thereafter, the gods of heaven, who lent a hand in all this, and who had uh, provided a great deal of magic, although no one knew they except the gods of the heavens, honoured the courage and cleverness of the hero twins by bringing them up to the sky. One twin became the sun, and the other became the moon. Um, the gods of the sky honoured the children of the hero twins by making them the rulers of the earth. The rulers of the earth uh, honoured their parents and the other gods of the sky by giving them the best present they could think of. They built ball courts in every town in the world, and every game played for the rest of time was played in honour of their fathers and the fathers before them. What the fuck happened there, Dan? Oh my god, what was that? Wow, what a myth. Uh, I, we got to rank this right now because there's so much going on. <laughs> my head hurts. All right, Dan, that was, honestly, that was a long road to not get very far, do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, this is, this is like Deus Ex Machina at plus 20, do you know what I mean? I feel like, I feel like I enjoyed that, though. There was a lot of stuff I didn't see coming. It was very funny. Very, very funny. Um, but yeah, let's, let's crack on to, uh, let's crack on to the, um, to ranking section. And this is the part where we kind of summarize things in four categories. We have life skills. And we have morals, we have creativity, and the WTF factor, which has got 15 today. So, um, <laughs> so let's think about life skills. What practical things did we learn? We learned to play oh, ball. We learned to play ball. We, we learned not to garden. Yes. We, we, um, we learned how to catch rats. Uh, we learned how to crawl under razors. We learned how to feed jaguars. We learned how to jump into ovens. We learned how to sit on a bench. We learned how to talk to a wooden statue. We learn how to um, chop someone up and bring them back together again. Yeah, and we learn how to defeat the Lord. We learn how to build ball courts all around the world. I genuinely just... And also uh, learn how to become a catfish and come back to life. That's quite a big one. Yeah. Yeah. And also tests, tests upon tests. Actually, the way you phrase that... We learn if you want to get a job done, just speak to a rat. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And I I think, genuinely, after that, I think that's a 9 or a 10. Maybe a 10, because... 
I think it's a nine or a ten. Yeah, Maybe a ten. I have no reason yeah, not to give it a ten. Uh, Dan, how's the uh, how's the thing going? The um, league table. Um. Oh, Matt. Let's just say you're in for a tree on your twenty eighth birthday. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> if you actually, it's more of an insult on my birthday if you actually did that to me. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I know. <laughs> Right, morals. What are the moral lessons that we learned? Um, so you can't be the lords of death, although you can kind of. Yeah, if you come back to life, you can. But um, um, yeah, I think more lord that that thing is quite good. Um, don't be noisy. Um, yeah. Also, I kind of guess that um, you do, you, it's okay to fail things the first time. It's about going back to it. You know, it's it's okay to uh, to take your time to complete something. Um, and also, you're gonna fail a lot of tests, but the you know you just you you'll forget them eventually. That and also, uh, it's important to impregnate ladies who walk by even you're ahead. You know what I mean? But yeah, I kind of like how the brothers always stood together with each other. I think this is a six or a ten. I, yeah, I think a seven. Let's go for seven. But is it not an eight? I don't have it too. It wasn't too morally high. Yeah, let's go for seven. I think seven's good. Um, okay, yeah. Creativity. Uh, we, there's so much here. There's like, there's literally, like, there's a moral at the end, kind of like they, they come the 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 sun and the moon, and had all kinds of twists and turns. I feel like this is like, can we? Are you happy, Dan? If we just do creativity and WTF in the same bracket, because I think it's for this myth, yeah, it's look, very similarly. They're both getting tens. We don't even need to go into it. Yeah, are you, are you happy with that? Because like it's yeah, yeah like it's so mad. Like like is it we, crazy? We all know what just went on. That was yeah, crazy. That I mean, why quantify? I can't that? even think about how like, it would take us ten minutes just to talk about all the crazy stuff that just happened. Yeah, but if you'd like to recap it, why don't you just let, go back? Because like it's oh my god, there's just like everything was mad, right? Every, like I was like there's so many left turns there and but i i, I like doing this miscellaneous because like we get to get the highlights of every culture and every culture is absolutely batshit do you know what i mean yeah so oh, yeah so well that, that gives us a what total do we get then a total of 37 until wow, wow. second highest i believe it is it is wow good good going good going well done hero twins you can be my hero twins you can kiss so that's that, some creepy ASMR. Um, but yeah, Dan, uh, we should probably head off, but um, where can people find us online, buddy? Uh, they can go on... Well, they can just go on anything. Spotify, iTunes, all of that stuff. Have I mean, they're forgot, listening to it now, man. That's how they found it. Have you it. forgot the, 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 the promo? You said, where can they find us? The answer is they find us on the way they're listening yeah, to it now, on the podcast. Where about oh. some like, followers on social media? Come on, mate. Oh, f- at Facebook and Twitter, Miss Podcast. And also, if you wanted to email us, you can uh, email us at mispodcast.gmail.com. Uh, honestly, like, um, uh, yeah, we, we, we haven't really got any correspondence. And uh, to be fair, we haven't really done much output recently. But we're going to try and set that up in the next couple of weeks and uh, get some more regular content. So if you want to be part of that, please do message us. And we'll love to include you. And, yeah, we've got some lifelong fans here who really do enjoy the show. And please connect with us. We'd love to hear you. Uh, and, uh, yeah, be part of the show. And let us know what you're up to. And, uh, yeah, and what's new with you. Also, if you can do, give us a five-star review on uh, Apple Podcasts because, like, uh, we haven't had one for a while and it'd be really appreciated. Well said, Matt. I couldn't put it better myself. Well, you literally couldn't put it better yourself. <laughs> I literally couldn't. Matt, uh, that's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And, uh, yeah, uh, Dan, uh, how are you going to 
uh, finish off today's episode? Probably by doing what I always do, which is about to say something really profound, and then all of a sudden I just... Do you just cut out? <laughs> well, goodbye, everyone. He's left me to do it myself. He's muted himself. He's out. He's done. I mean, that was a bo- that was a that was a uh, a very very good move. But anyway, thank you for listening to Miss Abby Matthos. He's fucked off, and we'll see you again soon. Bye, everyone. <laughs> By the way, just to let you know, he's actually gone. That's not me. It's not part of a joke. He's actually gone. <laughs> Bye, everyone. We should, we should watch a film together at some point. That'd be nice. Did you just meet yourself? Uh, was the, the prospect of any socialization with me outside of this podcast, you just turned off straight away. That was rude. Absolutely rude. He's gone. He's gone. Mama, Mr. American. I haven't gone. I'm here. There you go. You, you, you muted for a second. Danny, are you walking somewhere? Sorry, I'm just going to... Yeah, I just realised that my washing machine's going off and it's really pissing me off. It's all beep-beep-beeping. On top of that, I kind of feel that... Uh, I like how the brothers have oh, always stayed together. Do you know what I mean? Hey. Yeah, yeah. He's literally doing a podcast whilst chatting to Jesus his housemates. That's... Yeah. <laughs> That's, what, what's going on? This is unprofessional. So I had to sort my washing out, and then Kim came downstairs and said to say hey. So I said hey to you. I'm right, saying go hey. and get her on the podcast. Go and, go and get her on the podcast. No, it's, no, she's... Go and she's, get her on the no. podcast. She's just gone upstairs. She's, she's hung over. <laughs>